Welcome to the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator from MTV, Mr. Josh Horowitz. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming out tonight. Uh, this is a big one. There's no bigger franchise, right, than the Fast and the Furious franchise. And this eighth installment, uh, it's huge. It's gigantic. I've seen it. It delivers everything you would want in a Fast and the Furious movie and more. It is called, of course, The Fate of the Furious. It opens next Friday, so you've got a little time before you get a chance to see it. But the good news is we've got two of the uh, hunkiest, manliest dudes ever in the green room over here to talk about this awesome new film. Uh, before I bring uh, these two awesome actors out, I want to show you the trailer just to whet your appetites. And then uh, I'll ask some questions. You'll ask some questions. We'll have a good time. Sound good? All right, here's the trailer for The Fate of the Furious. All right, team, listen up. This crew is about family, but the game has changed now. Dominic Toretto just went rogue. You gonna turn your back on family? I know it looks bad. Don't give up on him so easy. We've only got one chance to make this family whole again. Don't do this, Dom. You ready? One thing I can guarantee, no one's ready for this. She's the very definition of high-tech terrorism. There's thousands of cars in this city, and now, they're all mine. Now I know what it feels like to be every cop ever chasing us. Wait, wait, wait! Oh, dang! London. Abu Dhabi, Cuba. Our paths have crossed before, Don. You just didn't know it. I think I need to remind you why you chose to be here. I got no choice! If you're gonna catch Dom, you're gonna need a little help. You wanna tell me why you just put me in a room with this teen crumpets eating criminal? You know, I think that tight t-shirt's cutting off the circulation of your brain. You should get bigger size. You guys are gonna work together. Love to. I've been waiting for this. We got a tank. Now it's my turn. Boom, baby! <laughs> They just don't give up, do they? You thought this was gonna be a street fight? Is that a torpedo? Take the wheel. What? This is crazy! Alright, you get style points for that one. I don't know why you're doing this, but I know one thing. You love me. Hang on to your ass! Don't! 
as you guys can see, this movie delivers everything you could want in a Fast and the Furious movie. It's got some great returning faces, some very cool new ones, and we've got one of each tonight. So without any further ado, let's give it up for this amazing panel, making, I believe it's his fifth appearance in the Fast and the Furious, Mr. Tyrese Gibson. Tyrese! Here he comes! And give it up for uh, a welcome new addition to the franchise. Yeah. The very talented Mr. Scott Eastwood. Oh, yeah. Scotty. Scotty. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's do it. Let's talk some Fast and Furious. Welcome, guys. What's um, happening? How's the, uh, how's the world tour treating you? When you do one of these, this is, it doesn't get any bigger than a Fast and Furious movie. You have to travel the world for it. It's got a worldwide audience. Is that always humbling, exciting, having been through this a few times? Tyrese, the Caesar of the audience reception to these films? Um, yeah, man. I'm just still trying to take all the in it. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Y'all all right? Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> Um, honestly, man, uh, it's, it's really nothing that you could ever get used to. Um, you know, we, we started this thing, well, they started it 15 years ago. I came in for part two, and every day, everywhere we go, we're all very shocked that it keeps growing, the fan base keeps growing. I mean, I'm looking at all this energy out in the audience, and this is exactly what our franchise represents, diversity, and you know, men and women feeling good about what we're doing and what we're creating. And we just, we're under more pressure than you think to deliver, because we just hope we don't create you know, complete shit and, and <laughs> let everybody down. I mean, yeah, because it should be said, and we, we, you know, we've talked for the last few films, like, franchises don't go like this, where they get, more ambitious and add cool new cast members and grow in terms of audience and acclaim. And somehow this franchise has been able to do that and that's a testament to all of your guys' hard work. Um, it's not really a question there, more of a compliment to you guys on no, that. No, it's love. I mean, it's, again, we're the, we're the first non-comic book, non-TV show turned film that's now at eight and I mean, we get the script. I'm sure Scott felt the same way, even though he just joined the family. We, you reading the script, and you like, yo, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? It's, it's going to a lot of different levels, and you just sitting around like, damn, y'all, somebody thought this shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this part, the submarine gonna come from under the ground, and the cars gonna be flying. Really? <laughs> Um, but then when you see it all put together, you know, you become a fan of it all over again as if you have nothing to do with it. So anyway, man, talk to Scott, man. Shit, shit. Um, I want to talk to Scott. Scott, okay, so Scott you're the this new... Lion King jacket on and shit. I'm hot <laughs> as hell about it, man. Shit, just talk to Scott. He come it draws the attention in, that jacket, man. He just oh. walked off the beach right now. <laughs> talk to Scotty. Mr. Eastwood. Uh, welcome to the family, as Tyrese said. Uh, give me a sense, I mean, I'm guessing like all of us here, you were a fan of this franchise. Was this something you ever imagined that you'd want to be a part of, that you imagined that you could be a part of? Or did it kind of catch you off guard? Give me a sense of the process here. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was, I, was a, you know, I was a huge fan uh, from, the, from the very first one. Uh, so 
and it was never something I even even that even crossed my mind that I was ever going to be a part of. Uh, so it, it's sort of surreal to to join, you know, such a cool cast, and and uh, and it really is a family. And I, I have to say that's that's probably been the nicest part about making this this film. Uh, you know, sometimes you work with people, and you know, you, you may get along, you may not. But everybody welcomed me in with open arms, and you know, to Tyrese, uh, you know, he was you know one of the first guys that gave me a big hug the first day, right. and uh, you know that means the world to me. Uh, just to just to you know to bring it in. It, it's always it awkward to, you know, even if you take it back to the basics of school, if you've ever like left a different city or a different school and got checked in in the middle of a semester. Everybody seemed like they got friends and bonding, and you just gotta catch up. It's always weird, um, and so I got a bad habit of putting myself in other people's shoes. And you know, I became Scott, I became Charlize, I became other people that had joined the franchise. And it's like, oh, they're over there talking to each other because they know each other. I'm over here sitting alone, all awkward and weird because I just joined the cast, and I just didn't want him to feel that way. So. And, you know, for me, uh, Scott knew Paul longer than we did, you know. Uh, Scott and Paul knew each other for over 20 years. So when we found out about that, that made us even more welcoming to, to Scott, to the franchise, because obviously we're all kind of getting through this process without our brother, and we don't want to talk about it because we don't want anybody to get sad, including us. But, you know, it was all of that was a part of like, wow, you knew Paul like that's Wow. OK, well, you really family. Come on in here. So it's um, that's what it is. You know, so much is talked about both in terms of the, the themes of, of these films about being about family. And you guys talk about about how you actually feel like a family, which is, you know, what every film set probably aspires to. Yeah. Do, does a Fast and Furious set feel different than an average film set in your experience? Is it? Unique for a variety of reasons. Yeah, well, it's it's probably the biggest movie I know I've ever worked on. Uh, you know, you you go, you, you, people don't even realize how big these movies are. They have a whole nother unit that shoots alongside the first unit that's just as long as the filming that you we never even saw. I think you were maybe you ah. went, you went one day, right? Yeah, whoa. <laughs> He's talking oh, about the crew that was shooting yeah. in Iceland. Um, Tyrese loves Iceland. I yeah, of course. Likes the it's cold a lot. My black ass from the inner city. <laughs> so I ain't got nothing to do with any piece of ice or land. Shit. It was 30 below zero. I was cold as hell. You know, y'all got the cold starter kit going on out here in New York. It's like an introductory to that level of cold. And that would be cold for y'all. I'm from L.A. Okay, where I'm from ain't got not, literally nothing to do with Iceland. So yeah, it was it was hell for me. It was really bad. I mean, I was in therapy and everything. He was he was there for a day, too. He was there for 24 hours. That's not true. I was there for three days. I landed. It was a rest day. I was like, why y'all got me resting? I'm freezing. And then the second day was rehearsal. And then we shot for a day. Scott, give me the credit I deserve. It was three days. <laughs> it's fucked up. 
Oh, they're even fighting like family. It's beautiful <laughs> to watch. Uh, we've got a couple clips I want to share with you guys. Uh, let's look at this first clip. It's kind of a, a little sense of the group dynamic here. Both of you guys are in the scene. Uh, let's check it out and we'll talk about it on the other side. Here it is. I've been in here for four hours. My ribs are showing. I don't know about y'all, but I'm out. I wouldn't recommend that. What? Well, thanks to your botched Berlin job, you all made Interpol's top 10 most wanted list. Top 10? Mm-hmm. That's all right. Well, I, not you, Roman. What do you mean? You just missed the cut. You're number 11, so. I'm? I missed? Yeah. That's impossible. What number did they come in at? Six, eight, nine, 10. She's 10? Mm -hmm. That's impossible. There's no way she's a 10. Oh, she's definitely a 10. <laughs> Poor Roman. Doesn't, doesn't I don't know, man. They keep messing with me, man. <laughs> Do you like Kevin, what up, Kevin? <laughs> Do you get any input on uh in the character, like between films, do you say this is what I'd like to see Roman do? Oh no! Time? Well, listen, the thing that I got going now, me and the writer Chris Morgan, we've been doing this for a quick minute, and we've developed a relationship where he'll send me the script super early, and I'll make all my changes and stuff that I think is super corny. I just get rid of it, <laughs> um, you know, and I'll send him all of my thoughts. And the one thing I don't like, if you can see this, Chris, the one thing I don't like is you never tell me the shit that's going to make the final cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't hit me back and be like, yo, we're going to use nine of these jokes and the other three, I don't know if they work. So I get to the set to then find out what he actually keeps. You know, that ain't cool, Chris. I know you're looking at this. Uh, for you, Scott, your character, especially at the outset, he's kind of like, he's kind of pushed around. He's kind of like not really loved by the rest of the, the gang. Um, but I guess if you're going to be pushed around, it's good to be pushed around by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's kind of a badge of honor, right? Yeah, that's, uh, well, shit, that's, <laughs> that's probably the biggest guy that'll pu ever push me around, hopefully. Because uh, I was going to say, usually in films, you know, you're the tough guy. And to be like the guy on the receiving end of that is kind of, yeah, got to be a little different. Well, I kind of like that. This role because he was sort of you know he was sort of the guy who gets picked on, uh, and that was sort of different than something I played before. You know I was sort of the brunt of a lot of the jokes, which I thought was uh, was kind of clever and uh, to be sort of a you know a, a rule a rule guy. When I, anyone who knows me knows, I have a very healthy disrespect for the rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. Is, uh, I mean, we mentioned, obviously, Scott joined the cast. Charlize, amazing as the villain in this one. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren has Helen an amazing Mirren, role. Jesus. Just wait for Helen Mirren to show up. Yeah. Uh, who's left? Have you guys advocated for any people to I mean, I'm up? rooting for Matt Damon. You know? I would love for Matt Damon to uh, join the franchise. I mean, the reason I started acting is Denzel Washington, so... Clearly, if Denzel can come in at a certain point, that'd be cool. I mean, they got Kurt Russell, they might as well get Denzel, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're all legends. Um, but yeah, I, I think Matt Damon would be a great fit uh, for too many reasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's in the Bourne franchise, which is another universal property. So it'd be like, dude, just come to our set. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and family. We're family. Yeah. 
Uh, we can get another Eastwood in there. Call Dad up, maybe. I mean, I feel like, come on. Yeah, come on, East. <laughs> come on. They got a package deal. Why Eastwood not? is better than Westwood. <laughs> come on. What does that even mean? It doesn't know. mean anything. What does that even mean? He can Nothing. say anything. It doesn't matter. It sounds cool. <laughs> it's the name of a Galleria Mall. <laughs> Go to the Westwood Shopping Center. Come We're on. not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in California, buddy. <laughs> How uh, how crowded and competitive is the gym on a Fast and Furious set? Well, Tyrese's muscles have been what inactive. For inactive. About, uh, that's that's what 10, I said. 10, 11 years. It's been it's right. pretty serious. Like I was that. so happy that they didn't require me to show my muscles in the movie. I was like, yo, this is the best shit that's ever happened. <laughs> um, seriously, because I was just a lot to be working out and uh, fighting over baby oil. I mean, just shit just got crazy. At a certain point. Um, so I was just very... <laughs> Yo, can y'all stop laughing at me? I'm trying to do an interview here. This is very unprofessional. <laughs> uh, at a certain point, <laughs> I was just very happy to transition out of the muscle industry. Because um, I really love just eating everything in sight. And, I mean, to hell with being health conscious. That's just really weird. So, whatever. Words to live by. Tyrese, good stuff. I'm just saying. Let's, yeah. just, let's go to McDonald's and really do it up. All right. It's supposed to be done. Let's, let's take a look at uh, Tyrese's <laughs> favorite place on the planet, him in action in Iceland. Here's another clip from uh, Fate of the Furious. Check it out. Oh, Hold tight, I'm on the way. I don't want to go swimming. No! Really, Taz? Oh, no, 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 no! Roman, grab your door! Ted! Grab the door, Roman! Go! Go! Like I said, I was cold as hell. Um, so, anyway, yeah, that looked cool and all, but I was cold as hell. And I was out there for like two weeks, you know what I'm saying? That's what it felt like. <laughs> what does that look like on set, though? Because I can imagine, like, watching that Well, it looks that like we thing. can never get anything done. You <laughs> see all this? This is what happens. It's like when the director comes in, guys, can you please stop cracking jokes? Yeah, and he's really talking to just Tyrese. That's not but true. But he has to say, guys, you know. Whatever, you don't whatever. Wanna, you know. Whatever. <laughs> what was your question? Sir? I don't know. Sorry. You guys have shot all around the world by now. What's left? Where do you want to go? Um, I... I don't know. I think we should go to Africa. I think I'd yeah. be happy with that. Cape Town or Johannesburg. Um, I think um, another part of Africa, which is cool. I don't look forward to going back, but if we was there for like two days or whatever, it'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> now we know the limit. Two yeah, days yeah, at a time. Two, two days. It that's it. Namibia has some really beautiful okay. sand dunes out there. Be cool. Um, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. Okay. Let me okay. see. What? Caribbean. Caribbean. All right. All right. He's putting his, he putting We're his taking uh, requests. Hat. Yeah. 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 Taking requests. Uh, <laughs> you're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, cool. Appreciate that. Another crossover. Yeah. Okay. We will get to your questions in just a second. I promise. The, the talk is that this is the beginning of the final trilogy. Is there much talk about that? Again, within the cast, within the family, about sort of how this thing starts to wrap up as you kind of... Well, there's supposed... You know, Vin, who's like a serious brainchild behind kind of the, the way it all plays out. He's not just the star of the movie. He's really in there with the writer and producers coming up with characters and arcs and angles and stuff. A lot of people don't give him the credit he deserves. Um, but he's kind of got the next two figured out that, and he doesn't tell me what it is, but He's uh he's like man I I'm I'm thinking threes you know trilogy, and and so that's his mind state. I mean look I I don't I don't hope to ever run over my cell phone minutes, and and not be able to pay for it. So I hope the shit keeps going, because um, I really love paying for my cell phone when the bill comes in, you know. And this jacket is really cool. Yeah. And glad I was able to buy this. <laughs> so you know, and I love my Timberlands. Yeah. That, that's a that's a Fast and Furious movie and a Transformers movie you're wearing right now. Now I think, and uh, the Lion King. <laughs> All right, uh, Simba. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, they're remaking Sorry. it. You could I'm get another saying, part, man. I do some voiceover work. Get at your boy. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you guys have some questions. I think there's some microphones. And the more y'all laugh at me, I'm really gonna keep this shit going. <laughs> I was that kid in school. But don't laugh at me, cause I'm telling you, it's, it's a lot more where that come from. Stop playing. Okay, so speaking from experience, my mother's a stunt double and she's been in 20 or 30 films. What is probably the most physically demanding part or what was probably the most dangerous aspect you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Come on, Scott. Well, yeah, look, the, the, we're really lucky. You know, these, I mean, this, you know, Tyrese can, you know, tell you more because he's worked with, with them for a lot longer, but there's an incredible group of, of you know, uh, of stuntmen and stunt drivers uh, that you know don't get a lot of don't get very much credit because they're not you know in the film or their names are in the credits. Actor, <laughs> well, thanks for that. I'm um, just saying they they in the behind the scenes yeah. footage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so you know they do a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, well, I I would say that we my I, I go as far as I can before it becomes borderline crazy. Um, I piss a lot of stunt doubles off because if, it, if it's not too crazy dangerous, I'll jump out there and tell the director, what are you doing? Oh, you gotta do this, this, I can do that. And they'd be like, really? I'll say, yeah, I'll do it. But I got a nine-year-old daughter at home who actually wants to see her daddy come home. Uh, so I don't, I don't go too far and, and let it get too dangerous. Those guys are trained to do dangerous stunts like your mom. And so we, we let them do what it is they do. Hi, um, so what was your first car is what I'm wondering, like the first car you had? My first car uh, was something illegal. Uh, but we'll talk about that off the air. Um, but the first car that I legally had was uh, uh, 83 Cutlass Sierra. License plate number 1HNA540. Vin number seven, I'm just playing. <laughs> just, I'm just playing. That was the license plate number, by the way. 
Russ remembered that. I don't. I actually don't know because I don't remember shit else. <laughs> uh, I had a, I had a uh, '91 uh, Crown Vic, uh, Ford Crown Vic. Yeah, trunk didn't close. I had a bungee cord. It was pretty cool. Bungee cord. Yeah. Damn, the bungee struggle cord. was real. <laughs> I left it on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Actually, <laughs> it died on me on Santa Monica. And it, I remember it cost more money to get it fixed. Then it was worse, so I just, I just left it there. Oh, you just left the car? Yeah. Well, why you didn't know me back then? I'd have that, that would have been my second car. I'd have yeah, been balling in the hood. Second car. Shit, I'd take that car with no trunk. <laughs> been cracking in the hood. Tyrese is doing it. He got two buckets. Out of all the um, eight movies, do you get to keep any of the cars from the movie? What car would you like to keep from the movie? All right, that's a better question. Yeah, he put that real New York on us, too. It's like, yo, listen, let me ask you something, B. Yo, word of mother, son, you know what I'm saying? Yo, straight up, son. Yo, 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 fuck with me. Fuck with me on this. Yo, yo word up, so, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I like all the movies and all that. I said it's cool and all that. But what kind of cars were you able to take to the house, B? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you didn't do all that. I just took it to another level. Um, um, <laughs> anyway, I'm going straight to sleep when I go here. Ooh, I'm going to sleep good tonight. Um, be, be aware if you ask a question. Just be aware. You're going to get minutes roasted. before you get a response. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, you know, Ludacris is the only person, well, Luda and Vin are the only ones that I know of that's actually kept or gotten a hold of cars from the movie. Um, I haven't yet. And it's just wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my feelings about it. Um, I've paid my dues. I feel like, you know, sometimes we could damage upwards of like 500 to 1,000 cars. I can't get one. You know what I'm saying? It's just wrong. I'm gonna send somebody an email when I leave. Here. Next question, please. So in the trailer, we kind of don't have an idea of why uh, Dom is like switching sides and work with Charlie, working with Charlize's character. Yeah. Do you think it's like a big shocker to everyone? Um, we it will be okay. when they find out why, because no one knows. We didn't even know, right? So a lot of the, I don't want to give it away, but you'll see that a lot of the movie, we're, we're really trying to get to the bottom of what the hell is going on, because we don't even know. So. Yeah. Congratulations on the film, guys. Let's give it up for Scott Eastwood and Tyrese. Fate of the Furious opens April 14th. Go check it out. Uh, one more round of applause for these amazing yeah. two actors. Thanks, guys. And please, some love for Scott being a part of the family right now. That's right. My man. My Thank you man. all. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys.